0: So, welcome to our second 2023 season preview of Bruce Monin's Computer Points. I'm Bruce Monin, your host. And of course, just like last episode, we have our co-host executive producer and chief researcher, Rebecca Monin, as
1: well as our illustrious guest, Mr. Van Wright.
2: Always happy to be here
0: with you.
1: I couldn't be, again, more honored, Bruce, to be part of this nationally syndicated podcast. Hard to argue with that. We get emails from (laughs) Florida, so.
2: (laughs) Syndicated, I think, means a different thing in the podcasting world than it does in the TV world, if we're using (laughs) that world.
0: Does it mean money? Because if it does, it's not It does.
2: (laughs) It usually implies some money.
0: (laughs) I was speaking broadly. 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 I'm planning on keeping this a free podcast, no commercials, no income until we get the Joe Rogan deal.
2: No, 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 I'm going to shoot that one down.
0: No, not even if we got all that money.
2: No, (laughs) not even.
0: All righty. Well, you are the executive producer, so (laughs) I have to live with that. Yes, my power. In this episode, we will be previewing the Division Five and Division Six teams from our West Central Ohio coverage area. Again, we'll use the results of the last four years to separate these teams into three mathematical groups, so to say our likely playoff teams, our possible playoff teams, and our less likely playoff teams. And we shall kick it off right away because I can't think of anything else to talk about before we start. <laughs>
2: If you want, I've got another ice skating Bowling Green fact.
0: Ooh, let's do it.
2: Cool. Fun fact that affects nobody but me. The Bowling Green ice rink is the location of my first exposure to ice skating and started off my years-long hobby now. We used to swing by there every Christmas with the family and spend a day ice skating, and I fell many, many, many a time on that ice. Still kept going.
1: So. The Slater Ice Arena is better for having you learned to ice skate there Rebecca. I did not know that. That is a fun fact. And I'm going to put that in my file of elite people that are <laughs> part of the Slater Ice Arena because you are an elite person. I'm glad we Oh, have Thank you. There. you. Let yeah. me know when you want to watch a hockey game or go skating either one because we're going to get you, we're going to get you right in, back into that arena. And sure. uh some fun. Well, my story for the arena
0: <laughs> is I did attend a hockey game, a Bowling Green hockey game there once. And a puck flew up in the stands and there were about 100 people jumped on this huge pile trying to get at this puck. Mm-hmm. And I stood down at the bottom of the pile. And while they're all fighting and scrapping for it, suddenly this puck rolls out between all their feet and lands right at my shoes. So I picked it up, put it in my pocket, didn't tell anyone, walked away and let him keep fighting for it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's beautiful. Good. <laughs> I ended up giving that puck away at, at the juniors competition for the game Slapshot at the World Board Gaming Championships. That was the first prize that year. Good prize. Yeah.
2: Did they end up giving out more pucks? Because I think I got one from that Slapshot. Slapshot competition. Yeah, and in
0: in later years, my good friend from Los Angeles, uh, Rose Bowl float driver and high school football referee Mark Yoshikawa showed up in his referee's uniform with a whole bag full of pucks to give out to all the kids. That was a good year. Yes, it was. I don't know if it was that year. It might have been the next year, though. When dealing with young people one got a little upset and decided to chuck his puck at the head of one of the other players. Right. And that was the (laughs) end of the giving out of pucks at the junior event at the World Board Gaming (laughs) Championships. No longer Bowling Green related, but that's the way things (laughs) go sometimes. Okay. By the way, Van, we go there quite often as it's almost a family tradition around Christmas time for the Bowling Green open skate. I don't Mm -hmm. remember if it's Christmas Day or that week or something. Yeah. Well,
2: they do it all the time time we're just there over christmas
0: well that was my question does that happen all the time or is that kind of a christmas thing
1: yeah there are open skates there that, that that's a great community treasure you know bruce as you know there's only 60 division 1 hockey playing schools in the united states 40 of those have on campus arenas the other 20 play off campus so there're only 40 structures like that with supporting division 1 ice hockey on a us college campus so it's it's kind of a treasure and the bowling ring community, uh, we open that to the community and community members all the time. It's You have open skating, and and we definitely want to get you guys up there. I I, I think we need to get a, a VIP meeting there, though, with uh, with some other higher-ups there so Rebecca can have a private <laughs> and, and all that kind of stuff with yeah. her own coach. Yeah.
0: Personally, can... my eyes are always on the, uh, the little curling lane just off to the
1: other side there. Mm-hmm hmm. Absolutely. You have all the, the signs there honoring the, the Scott Hamiltons. Of course, Rebecca's favorite, Alyssa Sisney, the former U.S. World Figure Skating Champion. She was not an Olympian Olympic medal winner, but Alyssa Sisney, also a BG grad. So we have all kinds of figure skating contacts there. And look
0: at that smile on Rebecca's face. She's just happy. It's, We're talking ice skating.
2: It's It's a happy space for me.
0: <laughs> so back to football. We're doing Division 5 and Division 6 in this episode, so we shall start with Region 18 and Division 5. There are 24 teams here. Eight teams will be missing out on the playoffs. Two-thirds get in, one-third stay home. Again, a tough-looking region. I expect you'll need six wins if you want to be guaranteed of making the playoffs. Our most likely playoff teams appear to be Liberty Center and Coldwater. They've been up there every year for as long as I can remember. Our possible playoff teams, Liberty Benton out of the Finley area, Ottawa Glendorf, and Indian Lake. And we have as our unlikely, they've been on a downspin a little bit lately, as Spencerville, although they've had some very
1: good football teams there in the recent past. So don't count them out just yet. Yeah, I like this. This is a tough, tough region right here. You know, Coldwater, of course, near and dear to my heart, as you know, the Ottens, uh, the Otten family, Chip Otten, big Bowling Green guys, uh, played football at BG. So a lot of connections to Coldwater at at my school. Jack Helmelgarn. I went to Jack Helmelgarn, their their former quarterback's graduation party back in uh, 2017. He had five championship rings, Bruce, set out on a table. Uh, for the sports he played in. So Coldwater does one thing. We win. And they're going to win again. And, and everybody knows it. Now, how far they can go, we don't know. I love Liberty Center. That is a hard scrabble, hard working, go right at your squad. I love Liberty Center. In your possible playoff teams, I kind of like Indian Lake as kind of a dark horse this year. I, Indian Lake's got some, got some skill over there. Got some skill. All right. Well, last year, I did a little research actually here, Rebecca. Oh, good. Trying to take job. My job. Yes. Yeah.
0: Liberty Center reached the running clock, which means they had a 30-point lead in seven of their 10 regular season games I and know. in three of their playoff games. Now, technically they reached it in four playoff games because they were on the wrong end in their last game in a 35 to nothing loss to South Range Ooh, in, yeah. the, in the state semifinals. I think we picked that one wrong too, Rebecca.
2: (laughs) We have a lot of confidence in Liberty Center.
0: Yes, we do. Coldwater, like I said, we expect to see them up there every year. A 7-0 start last year. Then things got tough. They beat New Bremen by seven points. They beat Versailles by one point in overtime. And then they had to face Marion Local in the last game. So that was quite the three-game run to end the season and get ready Mm -hmm. for the playoffs. And then, of course, when they reached the playoffs in the third round, they ran into Liberty Center, and that was the end of that. So back at our possible playoff teams, Liberty Bend had a good year. They lost to Liberty Center in the playoffs. There's a trend here.
2: There's a bit of a trend there, yeah.
0: Ottawa, Glandorf, Indian Lake, Spencerville all had one or two win seasons, tough years last year. So Van says look out for Indian Lake to bring that up this year. And that's to be quite honest a little low on the win total for Ottawa glandorf also
1: that was a little well, unexpected Ottawa, for me Ottawa glandorf uh, coach Schreiner is not I mean he, they're they're going to be working I guarantee you they've been working it, it's not going to be a, a, a lack of work ethic or anything else they just they just it's a they, they just struggle at times in the physical part of the, part of the game up front in the western League to get enough wins to get in there that's that's what's been their problem the last couple of years.
0: Yep. And like I said that Western Buckeye League, you don't always see state champions, although we have at Van Wert recently and all that, but it's always so competitive at the top. All those teams are as good as each other. They give each other a fight week after week in the regular season. Maybe they don't have that one team that stands out and goes all the way,
1: but there's always a plenty of good teams in
0: that conference.
1: Yeah, they're spread across different divisions. It's kind of an unusual league in, in that manner. And and but, yeah, I guess the classic they beat each other up concept is certainly there. I mean, every week you rarely get an off week in that league. And, and you know, it's the, the Midwest Athletic Conference, Western Buckeye League, just tremendous football. OK, moving down south,
0: still in Division five in Region 20. This this region has 28 teams. That might be about the most of any region in the state. Five wins still might get you in the playoffs. It might take six. It looks kind of borderline there. We only follow two teams. We have Milton Union as a likely playoff team, and we have Miami East as a somewhat unlikely playoff team. Milton Union, 9-0 in the regular season last year. Depending on how you count it, they beat a team that doesn't count in the computer points, so they were 10-0, and 0, actually 9-0 and 0 in the computer points. Either way, undefeated. Fantastic regular season. There was one team that had more computer points than they did, Valley View, and Valley View beat them in the regional finals. So they were about as close as you can get to making it to the state semifinals last
1: year. I like the Bulldogs to be good again. I like the Bulldogs to be good again. I think they're going to be fine. And the other team, Miami East... They beat
0: two teams that ended up with one win on the season. So they just didn't get any computer, and they lost to another team that had one win. So just not many computer points in that scenario.
1: I love Miami East. That is a great school for Bowling Green in terms of students. They are great on things that have a court, Bruce and Rebecca. If you're playing basketball or volleyball, they're very, very good. Things that have a field, they're not as good. So they got to get better. I don't think they're going to make it. So does that mean they send like some law students to Bowling Green then? That's true. They, they do
0: that too. All right. So that gets us through Division 5. Are you ready for Division 6, Rebecca? Ready to go. Hey, before we do Division 6. Oh, boy. Why don't you tell us how people can join those two people who emailed us last time? How they can get a hold of us and tell us all the things we're doing wrong here.
2: Sure. You can, of course, always reach us by tweeting on Twitter at Bruce Monin. As long as you, I'm not, nope, not going to bring up the new Twitter things. Those are going to change. I heard there's a new
0: Twitter coming, so we, we may have to look into expanding our social media presence.
2: Yeah, I'm interesting to see how that hits you with the only viewing 600 posts per day thing. If you don't have the blue.
0: I don't follow that might many be... people, so.
2: Oh, okay. I was wondering I in, in sports season if it hits you too hard.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think so. But anyway.
2: Okay. Should be Especially good, then. since
0: the people who put sports stuff on Twitter are not going to be your, how shall I say, early adapters of a new technology.
2: True. True. <laughs> anyway, that is always an option for now. We'll update you if that should change. At Bruce Monin on Twitter. And of course, you can email us at bdmonin at nktelco.net. That's B as in boy or Bruce, D as in dog, Monin, like the name on the the podcast, at nktelco.net.
0: And I do enjoy my nktelco.net. Lots of nice high school football games on their, on their Channel 3 station during the season.
2: There you go. We got an ad in here after all.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll get free internet someday. That'd be cool. That would be cool. It's not going to happen. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But the good news is I may be just a touch over on the allowable web base that I use on there. I may be like eight or nine times over the limit.
2: Oh boy. <laughs> and oh they boy. just
0: and they just tell me, ah, don't worry about it. So
2: lovely so that, customer service yeah, there.
0: Because I might be the only customer they have left who makes his own web page anymore. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not a lot of web page entrepreneurs in the uh, New Knoxville area.
0: Not that I know of. Businesses, maybe. I don't think many individuals people do anymore. I may be wrong, but. Could be wrong. Back to Division 6. As always, we start north, Region 22, 27 teams in that region. We are covering uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Only nine of them. That surprises me. Anyway, Good third. the uh, by the way, Defiance Tenora and Bluffton moved down from Division 5 this year. So two new teams in this region. I believe we highlighted all that in our last episode. Actually, that would be two episodes ago now that I think about it.
2: It would be, yeah.
0: The most likely playoff teams here, probably Columbus Grove and Tenora. But right there fighting with them should be contenders, should be Bluffton, Wayne Trace, Mount Blanchard, Riverdale, and Van Buren. The teams with the uh, Tougher Road, Hicksville, Sherwood-Fairview, and Paulding. And that are some teams we haven't
1: seen much in the playoffs the last few years. Bruce, Columbus Grove, I was at Columbus Grove this week. You couldn't get near, Rebecca, their weight facility. There was no parking available. Every spot was filled. They are working night and day. The Bulldogs are absolutely after it. They are getting after it. So you couldn't have hit it more correctly, Bruce. They will be good. On your list of possible playoff teams, I love them all, but watch the Van Buren Black Knights coming out with their hard-to-defend offense. Van Buren Black Knights. All right. Make a note of that, Rebecca. Okay. Literally, um, make it Yeah. We
0: have to remember these things. So.
2: <laughs> we do so well at
0: it. <laughs> yes, we do. But back <laughs> to Van's first point there, there's more than a few games during the regular season get won long before the season starts in that weight room. And when you see schools that have just a few people showing up in the weight room, you you kind of wonder if they're good, how they're going to do in the season. When you see the ones that have a picture of, Here's the 40 people who did not miss one session in the last month. You think this team's probably going to be pretty good. Correct. Back to Columbus Grove. They finished strong last year. Won their final five games of the regular season. Then they won the regional title before they ran into Marion Local in the uh, state semifinals. Not a problem this year. Marion Local moves down to Division 7. Tenor and Bluffton, I think happy to move down from Division 5.
1: Yeah, they that's have. really going to really going to help uh, Tenora's Rams. I, I think Tenora's Rams. You're right. I mean, that in this in this region, I, I I think they they can make some noise, Bruce. Oh yeah, nothing like saying, "Hey, we don't have
0: to play Liberty Center or Coltwater in the playoffs, huh?" Huge difference there between these. <laughs> these divisions. Let's see, two others we mentioned: Wayne Trace and Riverdale. They they earned the 15th and 16th spot in the standings last year. Grabbed the last two playoff spots in the region. Both suffered rather large losses in the first round of the playoffs, but at least they got there. Uh, Van Buren, Hicksville, Paulding, Fairview all missed the postseason. They earned 3-2-1 and zero wins respectively. So Van Buren missed out with three wins last year. Van says look for that total to rise this year. Rise. If a team had zero last year, they're probably going to be in a little trouble yet this year. But all those teams looking to move up a little bit, trying to get those programs rising towards the top. Okay, in the southwest corner of the state, region 24, only 23 teams here. So it's only seven teams missing the playoffs. My calculation says four wins should guarantee you lock down a playoff spot. We have one new team here, Troy Christian, moving up from Division Seven. So they must be having some uh, good luck getting students to Troy
1: Christian. Maybe that new musical center we see along the interstates bringing them in. My uh, my information for the Eagles is a lot of those students are coming from south to north. That's what I'm hearing. Other districts okay. from the south.
0: So they're not coming out of Troy. They're coming from somewhere a little farther south. All right. Mm-hmm. So our favorite likely playoff teams in this region. Tri-Village, Alan East. We had the Alan East coach on for a podcast last
1: year, Rebecca. Joel Billings, I saw he was a guest as soon as I, you know, as I listened to that podcast, listened to Coach Billings, who is an elite, rising young coach. That is what caused me to respond to Rebecca's uh, invitation immediately with a yes. I I said to myself, you know, when you look at their guest list, when you look at the guest list for this podcast – And you see Joel Billings, one of the top rising coaches in in the state of Ohio. I I couldn't refuse the opportunity. If I can just ride the coattails, I love that guy. Great coach.
0: And he was a great guest, too. we gladly have him back. Also among our likely playoff teams for sales and West Liberty Salem. I have listed four teams as possible playoff teams, being Triad, Arcanum, and then from the MAC, Anna and Parkway, and Troy Christian. Coming up from Division Seven, they're going to have a fight on their hands trying to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I, I Troy Christian is going to struggle in this region for sure. Uh, I agree with that, Bruce. And and you've got, I mean, a lot of good teams there. I, I look at West Liberty Salem. I call on that school, the Tigers. I like the Tigers. The Tigers are competitive in every sport. They work hard. I, I, I like that group there. In your possible playoff teams, and again, you're the you're the computer guru. I'm a guy sitting in, in my home basement with my bowling green gear behind me. But I mean, when I look at these possible playoff teams, I gotta think I gotta think Arcanum is going to be better. I think Arcanum returns some people. I think they're going to be better. I believe I even heard they somehow rounded up yet another very good quarterback there at Arcanum. They've There's they keep still- them, and then they keep yep. transferring out to other schools. They it's, it's a small rural environment, I call in that school. It's a wonderful community. It really is. It's a great community. I love it. But, yeah, the, the, some of the athletics, they go to a bigger school. They move around. But, yeah, they, they, they've got some players. So last year, Allen East for sales and West Liberty Salem all
0: lost in the postseason to Marion Local. Again, not a problem this year. So all those teams have to be thinking one obstacle's out of the way. This could be their year. Tri Village, they didn't quite get that chance. Alan 12 and 2, Alan East took them out. Mr. Joel Billings, excellent coaching job in that playoff game, of course. Of the other teams, Triad and Anna. And Anna also lost to Marion Local in the playoffs. They both lost in the first round. Uh, Troy Christian, one and nine last year in Division 7, moving up a division. It's going to be a challenge. Parkway, new coach this year. If you believe what you see on Twitter, it sounds like enthusiasm is up over at Parkway. We'll see if that translates into a couple extra wins and into the postseason for
1: his first season. Yeah, I, I think athletics at Parkway, or just the attitude there is rising um, amongst excellent AD and new coach. I really like going in that school for Bowling Green. A lot of great kids, so I wish Parkway well. Rumor going around lately says that the Northwest Conference Made them an offer to
0: join. Word is the Parkway. They said, "Nah, we're good." Word is Delta St. John is considering it, though. So we shall see. Internet rumors—you never
1: know. But yeah, I—I I, I don't. A lot of conference changes. I, to be honest, uh, I love Delta St. John's great school for me and my Bowling Green admissions. They—they uh, they may take a hard look at that.
0: I they would think do. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From a geography and a size standpoint, these days, so
1: those two things are not just not just winning and losing. Those last two things are, are that you said geography and size. And that wraps up Division Six. I think we're going to cut things off
0: here. No need to make these preseason episodes too long, right, Rebecca?
2: Of course not. Nice little digestible podcast.
0: Ooh, digest- easy to listen to like on it. your drive. Yeah, and we will resume this shortly with our final preseason episode where we feature Division 7 and the 8-man division. And you can hear that all next week here on Bruce Monin's Computer Points Podcast. So long.
2: A wrap-up.